Hey, 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 what's up, everybody? It's your boy Darrell Owens, Legacy Maker Sports Network. And this is another edition of One on One here on the Legacy Maker Sports Network and, of course, airing on Bowie Television. Very excited. Why? Because it's Thanksgiving Day. I'm so happy it's Thanksgiving Day. And that means we got football today. We're coming early to you today. Uh, that's right, 11 uh, a.m. today as we bring you uh, this episode. Now, this is going to air a little bit later on Bowie Television, so uh, this is going to look a little bit crazy, but overall, we're doing uh, our uh, wonderful uh, Week 12 one-on-one, Episode 116. Like I said, very excited to be here for it. Uh, we got a lot to get into. We got three Thanksgiving games uh, that are coming up, and y'all don't want to hear me talk for too long, so we're going to get into that. Uh, you know, predictions for those games and, of course, our power rankings for week 12 of the NFL season. Man, we're only a couple of weeks away. And then guess what? The playoffs will be here before you know it. But with that being said, let's get it started. One on one episode 116 on the Legacy Maker Sports Network and Bowie Television. One, 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 one. Welcome to the one on one. When it comes to ratings, man, we number one. I get the truth, then I give them the scoop. If anybody got a question, I give them the proof. Welcome to the one on one. When it comes to ratings, man, we number one. I get the truth, then I give them the scoop. If anybody got a question, I give them the proof. Welcome to One on One at Legacy Maker Sports Network. Whoa, whoa. All right, all right, that's enough. All right, everybody. Welcome to episode 116 of One on One here on the Legacy Maker Sports Network. Glad to be here with you to bring you another episode. Uh, and we got Thanksgiving today, turkey, all that good stuff, comatose. People gonna be people gonna be knocked out today. There are gonna be some those corner couches, the people that those, those corner couches that put people to sleep. Somebody gonna be knocked out after eating some turkey and, and cranberry sauce, all that stuff. Me, I'm looking for that mac and cheese. I'm looking for uh deviled eggs. I love deviled eggs. Uh, you know, ham, all the stuff I don't need, but looking forward to Thanksgiving Day. Anyway, we got three Thanksgiving games today. Uh, we're coming to you early because of that, uh, and we wanted to make sure we get our rankings out before those games. So with that being said, it is time to get this bad boys rocking and rolling uh, here on one-on-one. And, of course, you know what we start with. <laughs> of course, uh, we start with the bottom. All right, so this week's bottom, sitting ever so gently at the bottom this week, the Carolina Panthers. Um, the Carolina Panthers sitting at the bottom this week, one and nine on the season. You know, and in some eyes, you'd, you'd be smiling, looking at, hey, you know, we're going to get a top pick next year. No, you don't. Uh, that pick was given away to get Bryce uh, Young. And, of course, they sent DJ Moore along with that to the Bears. So the Bears are drooling because – Right now, the Bears are sitting pretty with two top five picks. So that's that's what that's looking like right now. But 
this Panthers team, uh, tough, tough, just beat up, beat up, get up, get up, get down, beat down to the Cowboys, 33 to 10. Um, Dallas has been looking really good, but I will say this as a disclaimer, a lot of those teams Dallas play, they don't look great on paper. Um, so they've been beating up on the teams they're supposed to beat up on. Uh, I can't wait to see how they do against some of the better competition as it goes along. And so, but uh, I'm not going to take too much away from them. Dallas has been playing good, but I feel really bad for Carolina fans right now. It is really rough. Uh, I don't know if Frank Wright is going to make it out of this season, uh, but I don't know if he's the complete problem there as well. So we'll see. Carolina's at 32. At 31, the Arizona Cardinals. Now, this Arizona Cardinals team has played better over the last two weeks. They got a win. You know, Kyler Murray has been back, uh, you know, since then. So you've been able to, uh, you know, see Kyler Murray kind of do his thing. Uh, and so that part of it has been, you know, really nice. Um, it, they had a chance against the Texans. Uh, Texans end up winning the game 21-16. Uh, to 16. Uh, And this Cardinals team, you know, looks different with Calamari in there, but they still just don't have enough pieces around him to really make, in my opinion, a, a real good run or or at least to win football games right now. So the Cardinals are at 31. At 30, the New England Patriots. Uh, the Patriots did not have to worry about losing this week. <laughs> so they didn't have to worry about losing this week because they were on a bye there at 30. At 29, the New York football Giants. Kudos to the Giants, you know. They just – Whatever kryptonite that they have over the um, the Washington Commanders is just insane. Uh, tough day for Sam Howell. He had three interceptions. The Commanders had six turnovers total. They they were the fumbles all over the field. Um, they I believe they started the game off with a fumble. I was there, but it was just so much going on. I, I just you know you watch it sometimes. You're like, guys, come on. I mean, because there's so much talent on that Commanders team, and unfortunately, it just doesn't seem like it's being put uh, together. Or things are just not working out the way they need to work out. It's it's really rough. Giants are at 29. Commanders are at 26 by default. Um, you know, to be honest with you, uh, the Commanders are a better team, in my opinion. I just the Giants just have their number. <laughs> it's 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 the craziest thing. And I heard another stat, and I don't know how 100 percent true this is, but it is is insane. The Giants have only scored touchdowns in the first half this season against the Commanders. No other team. Having got having got close to it, haven't looked like it, nothing like it. That that's the way it's been, and it's truly unfortunate um, uh, for the Commanders fans. But the Giants, they just they just got their number. And one thing I've always said, I said every single time, every game that I've seen in person, Giants, Commanders, or Washington Redskins, or Washington football team, whatever, whatever games I've seen in person, and Saquon Barkley has played, he has scored a touchdown. He has scored a touchdown against his team every single time it's it's crazy hey but he, he did it in the last game and i was not surprised wasn't surprised at all giants at 29 commanders at 26 at 28 the chicago bears if you're a chicago bears fan you got to be a little disheartened or or have maybe a little bit of like okay we, we had a shot uh the bears were winning against the lions had the chances uh but the the lions scored 12 points late uh to get a w and then of, of all people to to put the Bears away, it was David Montgomery, former Bears running back, now Lions running back. So, you know, the Bears, tough one uh, for them to lose. But once again, the Lions are proving why, you know, uh, you know they're a good team because good teams win when it doesn't look like it's going to happen. They find ways to win, 
And that's what happened in that game. So Bears are at 28. At 27, the Tennessee Titans. Oh boy. Uh Tennessee is terrible. Uh I, I'm I'm I don't know what else to say. It's just not good. Um, I, I don't know. I don't like the way the team is structured. Um, you know, you got Derrick Henry, but and maybe he's at the tail end of his career. At least it's starting to seem that way. Uh, you got DeAndre Hopkins, and it feels like he's not getting used properly, but he decided to go there, which is still baffling to me. Um, maybe nobody else was offering him money, or he just decided, hey, I'm going to go. I don't know. It was, to me, it just didn't make sense. Uh, and then you got Will Levis trying to be the new guy. Uh, Ryan Tannehill has taken a step back. This Titans team is just in, in shambles, in my opinion. So, hey, um, it is what it is. They're at 27. At 26, of course, the Commanders. Um, not going to talk to mo- more about them. Uh, 25, the Jets. Now, the Jets are a team that are – they're just getting – I feel bad because their defense is really good. And you say, well, they got 32 points put up on them. Yeah, but the defense has done all they could um, in a lot of these games. And when you have no offense whatsoever to back you up, this is what happens. So I really do feel bad. And I really do feel if Aaron Rodgers was playing, this would be a whole different Jets team. They still won four games without Aaron Rodgers. And I, I feel like they would be more maybe like the seven and three range if Aaron Rodgers was there, but who knows? We might get lucky. Uh, might get, I might get a chance to see him in a couple of weeks. Who knows uh, if he comes back for the Jets, but the Jets are going to have to win some games to make it worth the while of bringing Aaron Rodgers back. Jets at 25. At 24, another team that's starting to scramble a little bit, the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, the fall apart for the Falcons has been real. Um, now, they did not play last week, but still, there's been a lot of things with this Falcons team that makes me – Really wonder what they got going on. Desmond Ritter will be starting this week um, against uh, the Saints, so they don't know what they want. But, you know, I, Arthur Smith I, doesn't seem like he knows what he's doing. You got three studs on that team. Uh, B. John Robinson, uh, Kyle Pitts, and um, Drake London, who have you all drafted in the last three good young pieces to be a part of your nucleus. Nu- nucleus, and it's just not happening. And that, that there's too much talent, in my opinion, on those skill positions for them to be playing uh, this way. But they still got to figure out the quarterback position, and it looks like they might have to figure out the coaching position. Falcons at 24, at 23, another team, which I don't know if we should be really surprised that they're playing the way they're playing. But they started off great; they were three and one, and now they're one and five uh, in their last uh, six games. And that's the Bucks. Uh, they tried to hang in with the 49ers, but I at the beginning of the season, I would say I was kind of convinced maybe this is a little bit of a second coming here for Baker Mayfield, and then they regressed, and it's exactly where I where I thought they might be at this point. But uh, Buccaneers are at um, twenty three, and they're four and six. At twenty two, the Rams. The Rams to me are a hard team to kind of figure out. Um, they they just have the Seahawks number. They beat them twice this year. Uh, and they just they just know how just know how to do it. I feel like when I look at the Rams' offense, I feel like it should be a little bit better than what it is. I mean, they did lose Cooper Cup in the last game, but we should be back this this week maybe. Uh, I, I feel like they could be better, and for some reason, it just doesn't happen. I I, I don't know. Uh, they get uh, Kyron Williams back this week, so that may be a positive for the Rams. Uh, but they they did win, and so kudos to them. And they are number twenty two on our power ranking. At 21, the Chargers. Man, I, the Chargers are not a disaster. I don't know what they are. I still think they, to me, on paper, are the better team than the Rams, but uh, they just haven't been showing it. And watching this Chargers team 
lose to the Green Bay, which I look, y'all know where I'm, where I stand, where my um, you know, enthusiasm is, or you know, uh, I'm a Packer enthusiast, uh, and so <laughs> it's when you see it, you're like, man, like there's, I didn't think Green Bay would win that game, but hey, the Chargers proved me wrong. And as our man Lamont Thomas says, the Chargers will charge. All right, so there it is, the bottom. The Panthers, the Cardinals, the Patriots, Giants, Bears, Titans, Commanders, Jets, Falcons, Bucks, Rams, and Chargers. So, I mean, right now you, you're seeing um, – and the bottom's weird because some of those teams are still in the playoff hunt, uh, and things could change. We still have – uh, technically six weeks left in the season and as we enter on week 12. So this thing still could happen. Uh, and, you know, we'll see. The only team in that bottom, I think, may have a small shot of making the playoffs, and it ain't really ain't that cute, to be honest with you. It, it's more likely probably the Falcons only because of what division they're in. And then, um, you know, maybe, maybe the Chargers. And even, well, the Rams, because uh, two games out in the – Two games out in the uh, NFC wild card of seven spots. So, all right, let's go ahead and hit them up, ladies and gentlemen, with the outside looking. All right, outside looking in for week 12 as we enter week 12. Uh, the Green Bay Packers uh, sitting at number 20. I, I mean, I, I guess I should be happy. <laughs> this team still, to me, uh, I look at this Packers team and they could easily or potentially uh, be seven and well, they could be seven and seven and three right now, you know, um, maybe even eight and three. Uh, there's the three games they lost. They shouldn't have lost. In my opinion, Falcons, Broncos, and well, even Pittsburgh Falcons, Broncos, Pittsburgh, and uh, the Raiders. Those are four games that they should have won that they didn't that they had chances at the end of the game to go ahead, and they didn't. That's the disappointing part right there. They're four and six, but they're young. I have to keep telling myself they're a very young football team. Uh, so is what it is. Had a great episode with my man Randall Burns. Uh, so if you missed it before this show, make sure you go back and check out Green and Go episode 11. At 19, the Raiders. Uh, the Raiders have played really good the last three weeks. Uh, even though they lost to the Dolphins uh, this past week, uh, they still have played pretty decent. And they look like a different football team with Antonio Pierce at the helm. So, Mark Davis, if you're listening, and I think people are screaming, give him a chance to get a full season. I love what I'm seeing from Antonio Pierce. Don't do what you did to Richie uh, Balaka. I know I said his name wrong. But the special team coach the year that they went to the playoffs last. Uh, I don't do to Pierce what you did to him. Give Pierce an opportunity to be the main guy there in Oakland. Ah, Vegas. I knew I was going to do it. At 18, we got the Colts. Uh, Indianapolis was on a bye last week, uh, so they'll come back this week to take on the Buccaneers in a game that it's one of those hard hard games to call. You could probably flip a coin and, and you wouldn't be surprised either way. At uh, 17, we got the Saints. Uh, the Saints uh, one, uh, another one of those teams where you just don't know what you're going to get from week to week. They were also on a bye last week, so nothing too much uh, on that end. They had the Falcons this week, and that'll be um, a toss-up game to an extent, you know, in the division and and with a chance to see who will take the division lead. Sounds weird, <laughs> but that's that's where they are uh, in the NFC South. Saints are at 17. At 16, the Cincinnati Bengals. Joe Cool is out for the season. 
pretty much, you know, and so right now the Bengals are are either in scramble mode or they're just going to let it go for the rest of the season. Uh, they're still in the playoff mix, but it's not looking good. Big win for the Ravens on uh, Thursday night last week. Uh, and, and, you know, Odell Beckham starting to get into his groove out there. Jackson uh, looking still looking really good. He should be probably an MVP candidate that nobody's really talking about right now, but they are technically the number one seed in the AFC right now. So, uh, you know, kudos to the Ravens. And shout out to my girl, Karita Parks, who covers for Bowie Television. Uh, so Bengals at 16. At 15, the Denver Broncos are starting to rise, y'all. They have won four straight games. Congratulations to the Broncos. It was a really rough start. Uh, but Russell Wilson and the crew are finding ways to win football games. And that all started with the Green Bay game. So you're welcome, Denver. Uh, but they have been on a four-game winning streak, and they look good. And I, it's not – well, let me put it this way. They're winning games. but say It doesn't look bad, I should probably say. So congratulations to the Broncos. They've got another winnable game this week. And if they can beat the Vikings this week, the number 14 team, they are – um, are going to be above 500 for the first time this year. So uh, we'll see. Oh, yeah, for the first time this year because they lost to the Raiders. We'll see what happens. Uh, speaking of the Vikings, uh, the Vikings lost to the Broncos 21-20. Uh, to 20. Uh, And, you know, Josh Dobbs and the, and, and the pastronaut, as they like to call him, uh, they, they hung in, just didn't happen, is what it is. Uh, but the Vikings still hold the last seed in the NFC right now uh, with a 6-5 and five record. Next, we at 13, uh, the Buffalo Bills. Buffalo is, I don't know what Buffalo is. I'm going to be honest with you. I get upset when I think about them. Josh Allen had a little bit of a bounce back game, 275, three touchdowns and a pick. Uh, his receiver, Shakur, had a really good game through such for 115 yards in the TD. But for me, it's just it's the Jets. Like with that offense, I said, I don't want to disrespect that defense, but the offense. So it's it's kind of hard to judge it. But they got the Eagles this week. So um, and I picked them. So don't do me wrong. This is the type of game they might sneak and win. And that's why I picked them. But they, I feel like they're going to do me dirty. Anyway, then we got the Bills at 13. At 12, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, Pittsburgh is, um, I don't know. I, I feel like they had a chance to win a, a, a very winnable game against the Browns team. Only thing is the Browns defense is really tough. Uh, and the Steelers can't score. Uh, they, they're just as bad as um, as, as Green Bay. I feel like sometimes, even though they beat Green Bay, but the, their scoring is terrible. They did fire Matt Canada. Uh, the the chants have been going on for weeks. We'll see if the, the new offensive coordinator can make things happen in week 12. But right now, we got them at 12. Tough loss to the Browns. But the Browns right now, second place in that division. Uh, and if things go the right way, I mean, if they can, you know, they have an advantage, advantage right now over the Ravens. So we'll see. At 11, the Seahawks. Um, I don't know. The Seahawks are just, you know, Geno got hurt. The Rams have their number. Got them at 11. Do they deserve to be there? I'm not even sure. <laughs> they got them at 11 uh, uh, right now. But I still like this Seahawks team overall. I'll see if they'll be able to make things happen. And get back into the uh into the top ten, but right now that's where they stand in the outside looking in. So we got Packers, Raiders, Colts, Saints, Bengals, Broncos, Vikings, Bills, Seahawks, and Steelers in the outside looking in. So outside looking in, and now it is time to get ourselves prepped for the top ten. 
All right, top 10 this week. Uh, I mean, it's, it's been consistent the last couple of weeks. That 10 and 9 spot have kind of fluctuated, but look who's at number 10 this week, the Houston Texans. Look, C.J. Stroud right now looking like an MVP candidate in a lot of people's eyes. He is playing great football, and D'Amico Ryan's great job. I know we say it every week, but you got to keep giving the guys his love and his flowers. They are playing well for a team I thought would be – I don't know, three and 13 or three and 14, whatever it is now. And so kudos to the Texans. They're at number 10 at number nine, the Cleveland Browns, the Cleveland Browns, man. Like, you know, they, they bring in their, their rookie quarterback. And I thought they were going to start PJ Walker, but they went with um, Durant, Darian Thompson Robinson and they get the win. And wow. You know, I mean, Hey, look, seven and three, uh, the Browns are good. Currently in the playoff picture, really. I mean, in the playoffs at the playoffs started today. So kudos to them. Great job, Cleveland. You know, Kevin Stefanski is, is doing a really good job with that amazing defense. Um, and that the team's amazing. So, you know, and that's this is without Watson, this is without Chubb. So you're your two, your two, two of your superstars gone. So Browns are at nine. At eight, the Miami Dolphins. They win a a, a slugfest with the Raiders 20 uh, to 13. And this tells you to me like how good Antonio Pierce uh, or the difference that Antonio Pierce has made for the Raiders. Very tough game, a game that the Dolphins usually would have won by like three or four touchdowns uh, was it was a was a drag out uh, fight uh, last week. So Dolphins win 20 to 13. They're at number eight at number seven. The Dallas Cowboys, a very impressive win over the Panthers, 33 to 10. The reason why the uh, the Cowboys are not higher on my list really is because of the level of competition. Uh, and yes, you know, I, you can only beat who's put in front of you. And they beat up on the teams that have been put in front of them for the most part. Uh, but I still need to see it against, you know, some of the heavy hitters, uh, the Eagles. I need to see it against, you know, they, they lost to the 49ers and they see it against the Eagles. Uh, I don't think they play the Lions this year, but those heavy hitters in the NFC, they, they have to be able to beat those guys. Uh, can they beat the Lions? I do think they have a chance at the Lions. Can they beat the Eagles? Yeah, they can beat the Eagles. But I have to see it. Uh, but I still like this Cowboys team. And, yes, they could make a run if they can put it all together. They're at seven. At six, the Kansas City Chiefs. Tough matchup against the Eagles. Uh, and the Eagles, you know, the number one team this week, held, held strong. And Eagle, the Chiefs had chances at the end. Uh, Valdez Scantling missed a wide-open touchdown that would have changed the aspect of this. And, we, you know, we could see the Chiefs could be at the top this week. But that's not the case. They're at number six this week, uh, but they're battling. They're battling. They're in the mix uh, there uh, at, at the top of uh, the NFL. At number five, the Jacksonville Jaguars. A nice bounce back win for Jacksonville after losing, getting beat up by the number four team, the San Francisco 49ers, a week before they beat up on the Texans 34 to 14. And believe me, I really do like the Jaguars in the AFC. They're not going to be a team that you can just play around with as we get closer to the playoffs. Jaguars at five. 49ers are at four. Nice win over the Buccaneers. Brock Purdy looking great. Uh, though that three-game winning streak is starting to look like a thing of the past. <laughs> so they look like the team I said that they're going to be untouchable at, uh, as the you know those first couple of games of the, um, of the of the year. So we'll see if they can keep that up. 49ers at four. At three, uh, the Detroit Lions. Now, I had them at two last week, but I, I looked at the fact that, hey, the Ravens beat up on this team. It was going to be hard for me not to put the Ravens at two uh, this week, especially knowing that the Lions beat up. I mean, just – got beat up by the Ravens. So Lions are at three this week, uh, but they they looked good last week uh, in, a, in a comeback win against the Bears. Ravens 
beat up on the Bengals. And then, of course, the Eagles won their matchup against the Kansas City Chiefs. So there it is, your top 10. Texans, Browns, Dolphins, Cowboys, Chiefs, Jaguars, 49ers, Lions, Ravens, and Philadelphia Eagles. So there it is, your power rankings, the current power rankings heading into um, heading into week uh, 12. But now we got to go ahead and finish this bad boy up with the finale and get y'all ready for some turkey and some football. Let's get it. All right, turkey and football. Let's get into the finale. Let's talk about last week's players of the week. Speaking of the guy, Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy last week, our offensive player of the week, 21 for 25, 333 yards, three touchdowns, and a perfect quarterback rating of 158.3. The first 49er to do that since Joe Montana. That's a, that's an amazing stat there for Brock Purdy uh, with the 27-14 win over Tampa Bay. On the defensive side of things, Jalen Phillips, the former uh, Miami Hurricane, six tackles, an interception, two sacks in the win over Vegas, a 20-13 win over Vegas. So congratulations to Purdy and Phillips being our players of the week for last week. MVP race. Now, a lot of people have Jalen um, Hurts in his MVP race. Uh, at this time, maybe even to Lamar Jackson, but mine still kind of stays the same. I think McCaffrey is the workhorse for that 49ers team. He's number one for me. Tua at two. They found a way to win a tough matchup against the Raiders. Steve H. Stroud uh, deserves to be in this. I mean, he's the things he's done for that Texans team so far uh, this season has to be, has to be, um, you know, applauded. There we go. I was going to say something completely different, but applauded. So CJ's at three. Mahomes at four. Uh, they've got He's got to get some receivers that can catch the ball. Like, if it's not Kelsey, who's nobody else is catching the football. And this is where you go back and look and say, man, maybe you needed to re-kill. Because it's, it's rough, man. It's bad. And number five, A.J. Brown. I think A.J. Brown is the best player on that Philadelphia Eagles team. And without A.J. Brown, I don't think they 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 tick. Yes, Hurts is the one doing most of the stuff and most people out, but for me, is A.J. Brown. Now, our expert, expert, top expert picks for last week. Look at this. James Brown leading the Legends division. Uh, he went 12-2 and two last week. Larry Patterson and Rob Johnson were both 11-3 and three records last week to be our NFL experts of the week in our NFL Pick'em League, which is getting down to the wire. Playoffs are, positions are, are up for grabs here in the next three weeks. Um, as you see the division right there, James ahead of me by five games. I had a rough week last week, y'all. I, I really didn't need to have a week I had last week. Uh, Victor is uh, now creeping up to the third spot. Joey and Victor are tied. Justice at five. Corey at six. And Lamont at seven. And on the other side, Russ with 110 wins, 54 losses. He's in, a, in cruise control with a four-game uh, lead over Christina. Then you got Ty, Larry, Rob, Jay, and Joe. Of course, you see, I went, uh, I'm 116. I went seven and seven last week, 10 and four the week before. If the playoffs started today, we'd have the Ravens as the one seed in the AFC. The Chiefs would be taking on the Steelers in the two and seven matchup. The Jaguars would be taking on the Texans, who play this week in the three six matchup. And then the Browns would take on the Miami Dolphins in the four five matchup. In the NFC, still on top, the Eagles, they are the one seed. And then you would see the Lions, the two seed, take on the Vikings. Then it would be the 49ers taking on the Seahawks in the 3-6 matchup, who they play this week. And then in the 4-5, you would see Saints 
versus Cowboys, which I would see the Cowboys winning that matchup if that was happening today. Now, here they are. Predictions for today. It's Turkey Day. Turkey Day. So I've got the Lions winning over the Packers 31 to 25 as much as much as that hurts to say uh, the Cowboys winning 27 to 20. The, the commanders are going to play a lot better football this week. They play up to their competition. You wait and see the 49ers should win their one 34 to 24 over the Seahawks, but the Seahawks tend to find ways to beat the 49ers. So, and all the experts this week, just as a, as a full disclosure picked, uh, the 49ers to win, which clean sweeps usually a bad deal in the Legacy Maker Sports Network pick and lead. Then my overall picks for the week, I got Lions, Cowboys, 49ers, Dolphins, Steelers, Texans, Bucks, Saints, Giants, Panthers, Rams, Broncos, Chiefs, Bills. That's right, I picked the Bills. Don't beat me up. Uh, and that should be week 12 winner predictions, but I'm sorry. And then you have <laughs> the Ravens and the Vikings. All right, everybody, that is it. We are done uh, for episode 116 or 101 here on the Legacy Maker Sports Network. I'd like to thank everybody for tuning in. Enjoy your turkey day. Enjoy some football. Shout out to the Amelia Raiders, baby. We are in the regional championship game tomorrow. I'll be heading down there to do the broadcast for that. I'm super duper excited uh, for that game tomorrow. It should be a lot of fun. Go Raiders. Uh, and like I said, go enjoy football. It's college football, which I got Tech and Virginia Tech on Saturday. Uh, and then some NFL, whatever it is, just enjoy some football. I'm Darrell Lawrence, Legacy Maker Sports Network. Thank you all for tuning in. Also to my Bowie Television listeners, truly appreciate y'all for uh, watching and, and being a part of this. Until next time, peace. Legacy Maker, the All Sports one, Network. One, 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 one. Welcome to the one on one, one on one. When it comes to ratings, man, we number one. I get the truth, then I give them the scoop. If anybody got a question, I give them the.